We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. All day, every day now, it runs on a loop. The same messages over and over and over. It doesn't matter which mainstream media channel you tune into, ABC, CBS, CNN, the message is the same. The unvaccinated must be targeted. They must be kept from participating in American life, excluded, particularly from working and from shopping. It's the mainstream media's new obsession, and it's being coordinated from somewhere because the rhetoric is remarkably the same. Here's just a sample of yesterday's from CNN. Though it would have sounded the same no matter where you tuned in. Don't get the vaccine, you can't go to the supermarket. Don't have the vaccine, you don't show it, can't go to the ball game. Don't have the vaccine, can't go to work. You don't have the vaccine, can't come here. No shirt, no shoes, no service. That's where I think we should be right now because we continue to waste our breath on people who are just not going to change their you know the circular logic they just keep going back and saying well it's my freedom it's whatever i'm free but the thing is it's all theater the democrats and their media don't actually care about covid at all you can tell by what joe biden is doing and how they're reacting to it while a chorus of liberal voices demands you can't work you can't shop i.e you can't even eat unless you take the covid vaccine they're saying nothing about this, which shows you COVID's just a political prop to get what they actually want. I'll tell you that as the podcast unfolds. If they really gave a rip about COVID affecting Americans' health, and trust me, they don't, they would never allow this. Releasing hundreds of migrants, some of them with COVID symptoms, placing them with a charity that has no way of tracking them. Here's former acting ICE director Tom Homan. Look, yeah, it, look, it's ridiculous because the northern border is still close to COVID. I mean, they're asking American, American citizens to mask up again and go door to door on vaccination checks, but the southern border is wide open. Out of that 166,000 that's been released so far under President Biden, how many, how many of them are positive COVID? We know, we know for a fact DHS has released hundreds of people with COVID cases. We know that Border Patrol is not testing it. 95% of the border, there is no testing by the federal government. So COVID cases are coming across that border. ICE alone has had over 7,500 positive COVID cases run through their system. Right now, today, they have over 1,200 positive cases in custody that came across that border. And let's remember, ICE gets a very small percentage of illegal aliens crossing that border. 95% are released. So if ICE has 1,200 in custody, 
How many have been released with positive cases? Rich Edson is live at the border in La Jolla, Texas. Good morning, Rich. Locals here say they have seen migrant surges over the decades. Now the town police say they've got a problem. They say Customs and Border Protection is releasing COVID-positive migrants into the community. They're staying at a hotel right up the road from here, one that Catholic Charities has rented out to help them before they move on to other places in the U.S. Here's the frustrated LaJoya police spokesperson. If they want to leave and get in a car, we cannot stop them. We don't have no proof that they are positive for the COVID-19. And, and, and until there's a mandate that gives us the authority to do that, we, we cannot stop these people from moving. Now, police say they had no idea the hotel there was rented out to house COVID-positive migrants. They say they only found out when a person eating at the burger place next door waved down an officer and told him there was a family inside sneezing, coughing, and not wearing any masks. Police say the family told them they had tested positive and that Customs and Border Protection had processed them just a few days before. The county judge here is calling on the federal government to stop releasing COVID-positive migrants into the community, though he's also calling on the Texas state government to allow mask mandates in this area as you've got a migrant surge and a COVID mm -hmm. surge. Dana, back to you. Really interesting. We found out that 20 um, Border Patrol agents have uh, died from COVID um, since all of this was going on as well. Thank you, Rich. Here's what's shocking. The number of illegal aliens released into the country who'd crossed the border, we detained them, then we let them go, released into the country deliberately by ICE and Customs and Border Patrol with no court date, no contact tracing, no COVID test, and no mandatory vaccination, 50,000. Now think about this. we got bargaining power here. Why don't we force them to take the vaccination if they want to be released into the U.S.? But we're not. Why? Easy. Because this is a voter drive. And as Fox News reported earlier this week, a third of illegal aliens detained in ICE custody refuse to get the COVID shot. I can't blame them. Anyway, they refuse to get the COVID shot. Why won't you bargain with them? Say, hey, you got to take the shot or we're not releasing you. I'll tell you why. Because word would get out and the Democrats are afraid they wouldn't come. And there'd be less people in their voter drive. That's how little they care about COVID. It is a cold they are using as a political weapon, an excuse. But they don't let it get in the way of their voter drive. But they want it to get in the way, as Don Lemon said, of your ability to even shop or eat. That's the standard for American citizens. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Why? 
Why let people clearly COVID positive into the country and then move them at taxpayer expense further into the country, dumping them all over the place while demonizing the unvaccinated Americans on a loop to the point where they're not even going to be allowed. This is that commentators don't even want us to be allowed to shop or to work. Why? Why go to such a level of terror that now even the vaccinated must be masked, even though they tell us all the time 99% of the cases in the hospital are unvaccinated. Why mask the vaccinated? Because this is a three-step process, but they don't give a rip about COVID. They don't care. It's just a political tool to them. But what they're doing here is demonizing the unvaccinated, making the vaccinated wear masks to build the resentment toward the unvaccinated so as to call for a system to be able to differentiate the two so that we can track, there we go, we can track and monitor the unvaccinated. A system that will restrict movement. That's what they're describing on a loop on these cable channels. A system like a vaccine passport. You know, so grocery stores can figure out who to exclude from, you know, buying food. That's exactly what Dr. Leanna Wen was championing on CNN. If you're going to the grocery store and the grocery store doesn't have the capacity to enforce some kind of proof of vaccination, then they have to say that indoor masking needs to apply Mm. because we don't know who's vaccinated and who's... Understand what's happening right now, y'all, and the timing of it. We will never be without COVID again, ever. Just like every year, variants of the common cold come back. We vaccinate for the flu every year, don't we? We ever defeated it? It will be with us forever. And they plan to build their censorship and movement restriction regime around that. Those are two key features of every authoritarian society. You need your papers to move around. Hello, East Germany. And you have censorship. They plan to build both on the backs of COVID. Why now? Why are they talking about this now? Breitbart was confused by this this morning. Do you realize right now we are at the lowest death rate of the entire pandemic? It's actually really dramatic when you look at it. Back in January, before most people were vaccinated, 3,056 people on average died every week. By February, it was down to 1,904. By May, a mere 595 were dying a week in the entire country. Now, in July, a low of just 275 people in the entire country dying every week. Does that sound like progress to you? It's tremendous progress. Now we have more cases, but they're not as deadly. Deaths are still at a low for the pandemic. It doesn't match the rhetoric, does it? So why now? Look at the timing. Back in May, when vaccine passports, the technology first came out and became available, almost nobody said anything about it. I was surprised at how mum it was. I thought we dodged a bullet. But look what time of the year it is. They're preparing all this rhetoric for something. We're going into the fall. School starts here in two to three weeks. What always happens when school starts? Well, you got colds, you got flu, cases begin to spike. People are mixing together, they're doing fall sports, parents are getting together on committees. You know how it goes. It's a lot more mixing than in the summer. They know, like every year, cases will spike. Flu cases will spike, cold cases will spike, 
and COVID, which is a coronavirus, cases will spike. They know this. It is a scientific fact. It's not going to be a sign that the end is coming. It'll just be the norm from here on out. They're planning to capitalize on it. Hardcore. The thing is, they don't actually care if the unvaccinated get vaccinated. That's not the point of this. The point of this is to get to restrictions on your movement and censorship of the Internet. A whole new regime I've been describing lately on the Battleground podcast. The conservative treehouse nails it today when they write this. If we thought the pressure to vaccinate is bad now, we haven't seen anything yet. It's going to get ugly with threats of federal reimbursement dollars, Medicare, Medicaid, food and housing withheld from states as leverage against red state governors who do not mandate vaccinations. Vaccination passports, here we go, are a guarantee in this approach, he writes, possibly even federally mandated in order to, quote, safely vote, unquote, in the 2022 midterm election. And the unvaccinated fear will guarantee mail-in ballots again. See where this is going? It's to get everybody, the vaccinated and the unvaccinated, on the vaccine passports. Now, remember what a vaccine passport actually is. It's not just a barcode that you swipe that shows you've been vaccinated. No, it's so much more than that. If you want to refresh your course on the full horror of it, go back to my April 7th Battleground podcast. But I'm going to queue up liberal activist Naomi Wolf to remind you. She dug all the way down to the level of the applications by contractors to build these things to see what they were intended to do and how they would operate. Understand, as you listen to this, this is why 160,000 people poured into the streets of France this weekend and why those demonstrations turned violent, because they understand what's about to hit them. They understand the vaccine passports that are now coming to France and the end of privacy and freedom of movement that that entails. That's why they're in the streets by the tens of thousands to the hundreds of thousands from Australia, where they had to unleash the military on them this weekend, to the UK, to Spain. It's simultaneous. It's international. What's going on here with this rhetoric is not just here. It's in all these countries. Now here's Naomi Wolf describing what moved them to the streets this weekend across the world. I can't say it forcefully enough. This is literally the end of human liberty in the West. Vaccine passport sounds like a fine thing if you don't understand what those platforms can do. I'm CEO of a tech company. I understand what this platform does. It's not about the vaccine. It's not about the virus. It's about your data. And once this rolls out, you don't have a choice about being part of the system. What people have to understand is that any other functionality can be loaded onto that platform mm. with no problem at all. And what that means is um, it can be merged with your PayPal account, with your digital currency. Microsoft uh, is already talking about merging it with um, payment plans. Your uh, networks can be sucked up. It geolocates you everywhere you go. Your credit history can be included. All of your medical history can be included. This has already happened in Israel. Yeah. And six months later, we're hearing from activists that it's a two-tier society and that basically activists are ostracized and surveilled continually. It's the end of civil society. And they're trying to roll it out around the world. And it is absolutely so much more than a vaccine pass. It is, it, 
I cannot stress yes. enough that it has the power to turn off your life or to turn on your life, to let you engage in society or be marginalized. And very, very quickly, it's catastrophic. It, it cannot be allowed to continue. Remember, simultaneously to this, what did Circle Backstock, a spokesperson for the White House, recommend? That bans for COVID misinformation on one platform were not enough. If you're banned on one, you should be banned on all. All this is tied together. It is all the same thing. This new masking and the hysteria over COVID is just the way to get there. But the future is still unwritten. We need to be on the streets like the people in France and the UK before it's too late. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.